Welcome to the 17th parak of Sefer Shmuel Aleph. This is a famous one. We are David HaMelech, we are Goliath, and we're going to see that fight. Uh, now that fight is going to be replayed. Uh, sorry, that fight is, is itself a replay of something that happened many years earlier. So let's see the context there, and then we'll see the context over here. Many years earlier in the period of the Shoftim, if you remember Ivtson, who was Boaz, uh, there was the episode in Megillah Rus, And at that point... Naomi had two daughters-in-law. There was Rus and Arpa. At the decision-making point, at the point where she was deciding, should she go back to Israel? What should she do? Rus decided, Dov Kabar, Rus decided to cleave to her mother-in-law, Naomi. Whereas Arpa turned her back. In fact, the word Arpa in Hebrew means Oref, turning your back. Paro is from the same letters. The quintessential person who turned their back on reality in terms of the ten plagues and his heart being hardened based on his prior decisions. The descendants of those two people, Rus and Arpa, are David and Goliath. You see what a small decision up here can then fan out to be a massive decision in future generations. The Plishtim encamp- uh, encamped against Kalal Yisrael, they prepare for war. Shaul gathers Kalal Yisrael and they are on neighboring mountains. They have the Plishtim on one mountain, Kalal Yisrael on another mountain. At that point, Goliath, who is a massive giant, um, we're talking about six Amas, nine to 12 feet tall, he challenged anyone from Kalal Yisrael to a fight. Now, whoever, instead of the entire armies fighting, there'll be one representative of Kalal Yisrael, one from Goliath, one from, sorry, Plishtim, who'd be Goliath, and that's what would happen. He taunted Kalal Yisrael for 40 days uh, with this, and the Gemara and the Radak speak about that he did it specifically in the morning, in the evening, to stop us having the schus of saying Shema. David Melech enters the scene when he brings his brother's food. He hears the Goliath teasing the soldiers, and he steps up to the plate. Uh, he felt it's a chutzpah to Hashem, to Klad Yisrael, that Goliath, this giant, can be teasing us in such a way. And he decides that David Melech, you know, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to be able to fight the courage, the tenacity, the responsibility, the azus for Hashem. He's offered Shaul's armor. And even that, he says, no, I don't want it. It's too heavy. There are dark ads. He wanted the miracle to be more evident. He's not used to wearing armor. And he approaches Goliath, of course, with a slingshot and five stones. The five stones, the Radak says, represent the five books of Torah. He tells Goliath that even though he isn't armed, he's going to get him anyway. Hashem is the one who's going to provide salvation, much like we find the Ramban in the Chumash saying that miracles are preceded by a prophecy to show that prophecy works and to make the miracle more powerful when it's predicted. Indeed, he hurls a stone, it strikes Goliath's temple, and he, fall, he falls, but he falls forward, not backwards. Normally, someone would fall backwards, but he falls forward. Why? In order to allow David to take out Goliath's sword, which we're going to see appear later in Navi, and he cuts off his head. This time, he also falls on the mouth when he falls, that the Radak writes, in order that there should be a punishment for the mouth that cursed Hashem's name should also receive punishment. Um, according to some Interestingly enough, Goliath's arms, his sword bearer, who kind of disappears in the middle of the barrack, uh, he was none other than Bathsheba's husband. Later, he converted, um, and uh, that Uriah, and that's going to be very interesting in terms of future events in Novi. Uh, the people then finish off by killing Lord of Blishtim, and they sing 
about David HaMelech. We're going to see that annoys Shaul very soon. And Shaul starts asking about, you know, who is, uh, who is David's family, where he comes from, which is, of course, a very interesting question since, uh, you know, Shaul, I guess, knew David somewhat. He was already playing the harp for him. And I have over here that the Rashi and the Radak both provide explanations of that. Anyway, on to Parak 18. Please God tomorrow.